Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Met me, you don't know why you can't turn around and say goodbye. All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free. Swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. I'm singing, follow me. Follow me or follow Dan or follow whoever you like. <laughs> Hopefully we're in uh, we're in concurrence and in accordance as we start the quaddy legs. And this is the third leg of the big six. I'd be having just for all your own and Harania and nothing else in that six furlong race if you were playing the big six, Dan. Yeah, I don't know. It might be the one, if you can narrow down other legs, just in case, um, to throw something like a Foolish Pleasure in or um, maybe a Jillaby Selwood. But again, a lot of it will depend on where your confidence lies throughout the, the, the six legs of the big six. Because to be fair, my confidence is never usually high in a 1,200-metre race. With all due respect, I like calling them. Um, some of the races have been very entertaining, but still what makes it attractive in a sense too, you often find a bit of value or there's not anything that is just stand out moral. Like in this case, just roll your own $1.50, would it lead? It's probably unlikely, but it might. Um, so that within itself is always challenging. So... Um, I look depends how much money you want to spend on a big six. If you want to narrow it down and have to, they're the two. Uh, but if you're confident on the other legs, you might just take a little one for a, a, a far lesser percent to try to get the value with a Maserati, Jellyby, Selwood, or Archester, or Foolish Pleasure, or even a Captain Wilson. Well, I like I've said this uh, many times, but in the 35 years that I've been following racing, it's probably a bit more now. Um, Flexi betting is the greatest initiative that was ever brought in. Um, there's been there's been little uh, attempts to do a thousand things to uh, to spark wagering, but uh, to be able to play quaddies and exotics the way you want to, do you remember you you would remember the days of course, Dan, where you to try and get the hundred percent or the fifty percent, you're cutting things out of quaddies that you want to keep in. Oh yeah, and it's just. It was just devastating to have to do that because inevitably, the one that you'd cut out to try and to try and be able to have a fifty percent of the quadrilla was the one that would win, and you you just don't have to do it these days. And I'm a little bit fortunate; I don't suffer from this thing. I'm not worried about getting four percent. If if I'm getting four percent and I think it's going to pay twenty thousand dollars, I'm I'm happy to get four percent of twenty thousand dollars. I don't even think about the percentage really. Yeah. I think about who deserves to go in. And, and if you've got $100 to spend or whether you've got it. $10 to spend. And, um, yeah, I think you're right. Look, once upon a time when I was growing up, the, the legs were bracketed. So right. 9 and 10 would be together. 8 and 11 would be together. Um, 7 and 12 would be together and so on. And in a big field of 24, <laughs> you, your bottom numbers could have three horses within that bracket. So, And, again, it was a 50-cent unit back in those days. Yes. So um, you would... C- combine you know five brackets per leg and it still adds up to what it would to today but it makes it more affordable there's far more race meetings and if you like having a flutter um you need to spread that money over the course of the week because 40 years ago 
the course of that week was probably all three codes. You, you would have had 20 meetings tops for the whole week incorporating all three codes. Now, um, you know, times that by five, just in your own state for all three codes, let alone uh, a single code. So you need that money uh, spread around, don't you? Because A, you want to enjoy it. Let's face it, if you're going to have a bet, um, you want to have an, a bit of enjoyment about it. No doubt about it. I'll tell you what, I'm, I think I'm going to enjoy this race. First leg of the quality, third leg of the big six. Now, I very much thought this was a a, uh, a map-based pick-your-poison. Magnetic Terror, no doubt, was very, very good, first up on Australian soil. But he's stepping up in grade from a wide front-line draw with a couple of horses inside that might want to post it. Now, if that happens, as good as Magne- Magnetic Terror was, and I did not get the $7 about ever hoping... But ever hoping, galloped away, flew home, and somehow got within eight metres of its stablemate, Better Eclipse, in the City of Melton plate at Group 3 level, which used to be a Group 2 race. And you go back to a win uh, four starts back where it came from, literally, it felt like it was a it was in a different suburb, a postcode away, and it's been able to win from well back. Yes, the draw's awkward, but I'll tell you what, if they do post-magnetic terror here, I don't think it should be $1.80, Dan. I must admit, I, I I agree with what you've said, but I didn't see Magnetic Terra getting posted. Not a quick beginner, but would have to be driven similarly to last week, balanced up, push on. Because remember, it had a crack for the lead, didn't really get it, or didn't get it, and was too strong. I thought at least it showed, or sent out a warning to everyone else, if something tries to keep it out, they can't win. Uh, I wouldn't have thought. No, the only thing I will say with this race well, it's a better race. Um, got a smudge in 19th man, I think, would be more entitled to do so. There's been good money for 19th man. Nathan, Jack, you see the guy, kind of guy that would hand up. And also, yep. the only other thing I'd say here is magnetic terror, knowing that um, uh, a horse like Ever Hoping is going to come into the race late, are you a little bit more reticent to lay down the law as early as magnetic magnetic terror did in that first Aussie run because if you crush the leader here and you take off they will charge again at late and I think if if it went into beast mode too early ever hoping would come home all over the top that's only my read but um I just thought they should be closer in the price but if you think magnetic terror is going to lead I'm assuming you are very confident it's going to win Oh, it's going to press forward. Um, I mean, barrier seven's only a bad forward. gate yeah. when you think neg- negatively, you know. Correct. You've got a, a fit horse that shows a bit of ability uh, and is a good stayer. Uh, you make use of barrier seven. You embrace it. It actually becomes barrier six if the emergency comes out. Yep. Um, sent out a warning to all other competitors last week. I'm a horse on the up. I should be a 90 rated, not a 73. Um and I'd say horses like Goddess Smudge, 19th man, they're better sit sprinters. Mr. Macedon was terrific last week, has got gate speed, might press forward. There might be a battle for the early lead uh, to try and get the spot behind Magnetic Terror. Now, he could be sitting wide, pressing on, just waiting for that to unfold, then have a crack for the lead. Or he sits wide, he comfortably gets to the spot outside the leader once they back it off and he can control the race from there. The harder they go, no doubt, the better it would suit a horse like Ever Hoping. At the way we saw Mirakuru go last start, him yeah. as well, yeah. and maybe even a, a major man bar. But um, I, I thought the chances were more likely Magnetic Terror would lead this week than last week. 
Um, and that might be the difference in price here. And the thing is, we've seen him now. We, we can make up our own uh, uh, opinion on Magnetic Terra based on what we saw. Similar draw. I say a similar type of field, at least the front line is. And um, I, I think I can see him in front. If he's in front, to me, he's the one to beat. Ever hoping, the reasons you gave are spot on. Uh, it's challenging if there's a quarter in that race that is slower. It's not going to help him unless he's on the move. Greg Sugar's moving at that point, which he's likely to do. Can he sustain a run for that period of time? Or is he just a, a sit sprinter that can reel off some extraordinary split? Um, I'm sure he can run well, but it's always going to be a challenge. If uh, if outside the front line's a challenge, so surely outside the back row was a bigger yeah. challenge. Um, so of tip seven, I thought 19th man might be capable of leading and then taking the trial. He's only third up from a spell, so I would doubt that they would want to chance their arm and have Magnetic Terra sit outside of them, but it might be a little bit of a battle early. Got a smudge, 19th man, perhaps Aussie playboy. Mr. Macedon was really good last week. I didn't put him into my top four, and, and I'm not sure it's the right race for him, but there is a race for him coming yeah. up soon. Um, 7, 3, 13, and, and Mirakuru... He's $26 fixed odds, 4-6 of the place. He'll he'll need a bit of that pace on, but he was terrific last week. I think Steve Cleave even learnt a little bit more about him. Uh, the horse's willingness to chase now and finish off his races better coming from behind. But he'll need a, a solid tempo. And I think Magnetic Terror, personally, I think Barrier 7 here, It's in this instance, it actually looks a good draw for him. Uh, I it, think. It very, it very well may be. Uh, he is a balance and burn horse. Um and he was so good. Uh, the thing is, I just struggle. As good as he was, I struggle taking, looking at the SP profile and seeing him two fifty last start first Aussie go, and now into a dollar eighty here. So the fact that he's unders ensures that there has to be overs. Ever hoping they've already snapped it up. Seven into four, I reckon he might short, shorten even further. I thought that run in the Melton Plate was obscene after losing 15 or 20 metres at the start and then getting beaten eight metres by a multiple group one winning stable mate. And the way Greg spoke about ever hoping in the interview that I did, um, the parade ring prior to that race indicated to me he believes ever hoping will be a free-for-aller going forward. Um, I thought the other overs in the race, I've got 13 ahead of seven, got a smudge. I think that he's going really well. Last start performance, terrific. And on with you, Mirakuru, I marked 750 He's $26. If they go nuts, Mirakuru has now proven that he's not a one-trick pony that has to go up and play bully every time. And Sassiola might just be a completely forgotten horse here. It's going to be another one that gets well back. But if they do go berserk and Magnetic Terror doesn't get the lead and then he goes into beast mode and and crushes the lead, or even if he get leads and he's um, he's a better horse when he's eyeballing one. I, I'm just thinking he might come out and brain a magnetic terror. I just don't want to take the dollar eighty, so I'm going thirteen seven two eleven and throwing in six as well. We've got a few minutes till the news, so let's get stuck into one of my absolute best bets of the night. We'll talk about our best and multicultural a little bit later, where we come up with a little bit of a multi. But outlaw man, I was on him as you very well know, Dan Malecki, to win that Melton Plate, and he didn't get beaten far. He was in front, in front, in front, in front, swamped by better eclipse, and I think this is an even more appropriate race. Um, Lark Captain, we know, can blaze out. I made this case in the form comment. Lark Captain can blaze out, but would you risk it when your chances of crossing out Law Man are not massive? Tangoing with Sierra is going terrific, but he's best driven probably conservatively. Code Bailey was massive, First up from a two-year break, but 
quite often when they've had a two-year break and they have a run, even if it was only over 1,200 metres, is there a little bit of second-up syndrome? I think it all just reads perfectly for Outlaw Men, and I think $1.65 isn't bad. I'm hoping you agree. Not no, quite. No. Not quite. No. Um, not qu- when I first looked at the race, I thought, gee, Code Bailey, you are well-placed here. What you said about the second-up little query, Jason Lee, he... He, he probably thought he could lead last start. And then even after the race, he thought, well, if I led, I think I would have won. Good race. Had the run back. He's a very fast beginner code, Bailey. Got a bit of class. Now, I'm not saying Outlaw Man would hand up to him. Like Captain might. Might. Over the short, I think if it was a straight line over 200 metres, my money would be on like Captain to be faster than Outlaw Man. Barrier draw assists Outlaw Man. Code Bailey might be as fast as like Captain. So... Co-Bailey's chances might depend more on how quick like Captain's able to get off the arm. First up, come out, didn't really press on with it because he was first up challenging race. This time, more suitable trip, run under its belt. Um, it's got to come out running, surely. Outlaw man will too. He's hard fit. If he leads, very hard to see him getting beaten. Uh, I went with Code Bailey. I might have read this wrong, um, but I've tipped six from one. Two and three, Montana Storm, hedging my bets there because he'll be behind Outlaw Man. And he was very good winning a couple of starts ago. So wouldn't be a horse I'd put the pen through here because how hard they work early could bring or take out uh, some of the other horses I haven't mentioned. Um, I, I, th- I think Code Bailey would be very hard to beat. Can he sit without cover over that trip? I mean, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable if he was there, but he should be fit enough now that you know, I, I wouldn't rule it out with his class. They've got him back. They've worked hard. Race improvement first up, maybe more to come. He's a very, very good horse. If this race was run two years ago, Code Bailey would be $1.30. Now, I, I know a lot of water's gone under the bridge. A lot of water. <laughs> In fact, the bridge has been rebuilt. But um, I, I've, I've just got to go with Code Bailey here. Six, one, two, and three. Yeah, most of the water in the Amazon's gone under the under the, for Code Bailey. It, it would be a dollar ten. Code Bailey at his best is probably is nearly as good as any horse going around right now. He could he could at his best he could win. And anybody who saw him win the Bendigo Cup that night, uh, where I think he broke fifty five over the long trip in the Terrain Cup, and he's runs um, even in a, I think a Hunter Cup. He is a he's a very special horse. But he is second up from two years off. I'm declaring Outlaw Man. If he doesn't win this week, we might put the gun in the holster. But I just want to say, the one thing I want to say is, um, and I far bit from me to um, to tell Kate Gath how to drive, but I'd just like to see Outlaw Man, if he gets the easy lead that I think that he will, just to, to run along and, and decide at his moment of choosing when to put the speed into the race and when to go through the gears. Because the one thing I reckon Outlaw Man lacks is point-to-point 100-metre speed or 150-metre speed. I think you've got to get rolling. Hopefully, Code Bailey's outside of you. Start to get him a bit uncomfortable and then draw away and hopefully win at $1.65. We'll go to the news comeback. Two more races to go, then the best and our multis for this meeting at Melton Park tomorrow night. Victorian Harness Headquarters. Stick with us for the Friday form panel.